Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planetin, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor, strong for our own personal well being. Today is the next chapter in our journey through Zig Ziglar's book, See You at the Top. And this is all about attitude. I thought, hmm, isn't that interesting? Attitude. What's wrong with my attitude? Well, the way he approaches it really reminds me of the story of Anton Chekhov, which I've talked about before. And his life literally changed when he changed his attitude. He is living proof that, you know, that when you shift your attitude, it's the difference between being successful or not. Maya Angelou has said the same thing. If you can't change your circumstances, change your attitude. Wow, there must be something to this, right? So let's jump in and see what Zig has to say about an attitude adjustment and why it makes a difference. Well, he kind of starts out with like, hey, wouldn't you like to make more money, have more fun, enjoy life more, reduce fatigue, increase effectiveness, get along better? with others. <laughs> he says, all of these things are not only possible, but entirely probable with the right mental attitude. In short, your attitude is more important than your aptitude. Aha. Now, isn't that interesting? Because he says that if you have the right attitude, you can deal with whatever life throws your way. And you have to practice at it. And it takes patience. And it takes a mindset to understand that if you can tell yourself, what is in my control, that is what I can deal with. It'll help you change your attitude. For example, I went on a presentation the other day hoping to get a contract. And uh, every time I go on a presentation, it's like a job interview, right? But I did my best. I put my best foot forward. I was super professional. And my attitude was, if I can put my best foot forward, that is in my control. The decision is not in my control. That is beyond anyone's control. You cannot control another person, no matter how great your presentation may be. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know their personal situation. It's the great unknown. So the only thing you can do is what's in your control. Now, long story short, unbeknownst to me, the contract ended up going to the... <laughs> mother's, brother's, husband's, ex-wife's, son's family. And that's okay. That's a strong bond that's really hard to break. And it was beyond my control. And I did not know that there was a personal connection going on. Thinking about that, I could have gotten upset about that, but I didn't. Because my attitude it was beyond my control. Sure, I was disappointed. Do not get me wrong. I believe just like the next person. But 
it wasn't meant to be. And I had no control over the fact that somebody in the family got the contract. So that's okay. That's okay. Moving on. I just wanted to give you a for instance in a real life scenario. And I seem to uh, experience those quite a bit. <laughs> so here's what he says. The, the formula. If you want to get enthusiastic about anything, whether it's a life, job, etc., you dig in and get some information and knowledge about the subject. It's generally true that people are down on the things they're not up on. <laughs> so from this is a starting point, but let's see how we can develop enthusiasm for all life has to offer. Psychologists have known uh, you will be enthusiastic if you act enthusiastically. Assume a trait or a characteristic, and later you will possess it. You grab it, and then it'll grab you. He says this formula will not only enable you to develop instant enthusiasm and the right mental attitude, but it will be on call 24 hours a day. It will result in your being so charged up, motivated, excited, and turned on, you will be able to multiply your effectiveness. Multiply your effectiveness. And it's all about doing those, those mental exercises, exercising just like you would physically, but mentally. How do you start your day? That is step number one. Before you even get out of bed, reset your mindset. Have a positive thought. Talk to yourself. How's your day going to unfold? What does that look like? Keep it positive. Keep it enthusiastic. Before you even get out of bed. Now, you know, maybe you don't really like to do that. Or maybe you're like, oh, I can't sit up and say, hey, it's going to be an awesome day. Hello, world. That's okay. Maybe listen to a five-minute inspirational meditation. You know, something that's going to give you some empowerment, some resilience and inspiration to set yourself an intention and reach your goal. Just a couple of ideas. And he actually literally says that when you get out of bed, make that your first step. Or don't even get out of bed. Like for me, I don't even get out of bed until I've, I've had that conversation with myself. <laughs> It's a great way to start the day with such a positive vibe. He says, when you start the day with a lot of excitement and enthusiasm, you're on target. You are on target. Take a moment, just a positive moment. Jump in the shower and start singing. Hey, you know, that's where creative energy comes from. When you least expect it. Because you have to reduce the stress. You have to reduce the anxiety because it's hard to create when you're under stress. And there's a lot of pressure out there these days on so many people, not just financially, but personally, relationships, family, health. It can all add up. So it really helps to practice to monitor your well-being in the big picture and you can start by starting the day on a positive note before you even get out of bed so he goes on to say that this this works because since thought 
precedes action. You plan the action at night in order to execute it the next morning. So before you go to bed, if you plan a positive thought process, this sets up a habit of planning positively. And it has far-reaching results because when you sow an action, you reap a habit. When you sow a habit, you reap a character. And when you sow a character, you reap a destiny. Wow. The the reason is simple. He says, logic will not change an emotion, but action will. Logic will not change an emotion, but action will. So if you take action and it turns into a habit, (laughs) that habit becomes your character. And your character, that's when you reap your destiny. You really have to become what you intend to be. You have to believe in yourself. And that's why we started in the beginning with self-image, right? How you get up in the morning will play a big part in how high you go up in life. Now, that is a really interesting factor because guess what? A lot of times you get out of bed, having a positive vibe, having a workout or a shower and singing and, you know, just keep that flow going. And if something goes sideways during the day, take a moment and hit the reset button. Your day will unfold gradually. Do not let things that are beyond your control hit your emotional buttons. Ask yourself that over and over and over again. He uses an example in his book about the Suzuki method of learning to play the violin and how that can be adopted for anybody because it's literally the same way a baby learns to talk, learns to walk, learns everything in life. So here we go. Every child has talent which can be developed by following the same procedures we use in teaching children to speak. When a baby is around older people who constantly talk, that's the first step, exposure. Next, the baby tries to talk, which is imitation. Friends and relatives brag on the baby, which gives encouragement and motivates the baby to try again. This is the process of repetition. Then eventually the baby starts adding words and tying them together into phrases or sentences. Mm, This procedure is refinement. If you take those five steps in anything you do, exposure, start imitating it, encouragement, yeah, you might even just have to be your own head cheerleader here, repetition and refinement. That's how you build on anything. That's how you build on habits. And he says, your rewards in life are due more to your behavior than your birth. So let's say life didn't start out super great for you. You have the opportunity now to reset your mindset and begin again. Because guess what? You're going to live a long time. You might as well have a great life. You do that by informing yourself, changing your attitude, positive outlook, handling things mm, that you can control, right? And he says, once this is all ingrained in you, once you learn to do something consciously, you can move it 
into the subconscious and do it well. Everything you do well will be done subconsciously. This includes your attitude. You can move your attitude reactions into the subconscious. You can do this so completely you will instinctively react positively to negative situations as well as positive ones. That's a promise, he says. It takes dedication, work, and practice, but it can be done. A positive response to any stimulus can become something like a reflex action or a conditioned response. A reflex action or a conditioned response, and that is the repetition, the refinement, and think about it. If you know how to ride a bike or drive a car, you can do it without thinking about it, but you can't learn how to do it without trying again and again and again till it becomes so repetitive you don't have to think about it and then it lives in your subconscious whether it's good or bad right so keep that one in mind but that's how you can practice with the whole attitude adjustment if you're struggling with that he says here's what the successful people do and he gives a really good example about uh, the rigors that astronauts go through they have to have a strong healthy self-image. They have to be able to work and get along with others, especially in the most difficult circumstances. Each one has to be goal-oriented. They have to have the right mental attitude, including mental toughness, discipline, determination, attitude, including a super positive mental attitude. And he goes on to say, could you imagine? A negative thinker aboard the platform wondering if they were going to get back to Earth. (laughs) I mean, that sounds absolutely silly. Of course, you can't be freaking out in space. (laughs) But it's true. Could you be so good at controlling your attitude that you could become an astronaut? Got to work that mental muscle. So, nourishment must be not only physical, but mental and spiritual. When you're emotionally up and riding high, your optimism and ambition are working overtime. Your imagination is in high gear and you are considerably more responsive to positive suggestions of your capability. You are solution conscious instead of problem conscious. So you are more responsive to good ideas and you are far more likely to act on these new ideas. That's when you will raise your performance level considerably. Haha, what was that? Yes, you will raise your performance level considerably when you do that. Your attitude, enthusiasm, spirit of cooperation and value to your life, your work, will pull faults upward. That, my friend, he says, is when you get those raises, promotions, whatever it is you are striving for in life, your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, you really start leveling up. But you have to work that mental muscle and the attitude has to be as strong as an astronaut. And as you build on that, 
as you do the baby steps, the baby talk, the Suzuki method, that applies to absolutely everything. And it becomes habit. Now, habits don't happen whether they're good or bad overnight. There is a definite timeline. In order to build those habits, you got to start. So maybe start tonight before you go to bed and say, okay, when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'm going to have that little chit chat with myself. I'm going to have a positive outlook, a positive attitude. I'm going to greet this day with love in my heart. Whatever it takes for you. And maybe, like I said, you listen to a meditation. Maybe you put a book beside your bed. Yes, a book made out of paper. (laughs) And read something inspirational before you get out of bed. Set that alarm like five, ten minutes earlier so you have time to reflect. doesn't take a long time. I do it five minutes every morning before I get out of bed. And it truly helps. And it truly helps me understand that certain things are beyond my control. I can only put my best foot forward. So when you do that, when you have the attitude adjustment, when you change your focus, when you change your outlook, when you have that different perspective, you will live a more inspired life. And there's a little bonus chapter on this. So I'm going to have another recording all about the subconscious mind. I am really excited uh, to add that to that. But I will also include uh, a link to one of my habit episodes to help you out. And we still have a few more chapters to go. So I will see you soon. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And hey, a little thumbs up. It's always nice.